Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Hello, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today for a special edition of Selling from the Heart. Today, we recorded a webinar titled The Art of Grabbing Your Prospect's Attention Online. This webinar is power-packed with ideas on how to get valuable, how to get visible, and how to get started. Larry talked about the key uh, aspects of passing the online smell test with prospects to make sure you don't get vetted. He shared some strategies that he uses to humanize his network and get visible. And best of all, at the end of the webinar, you'll see a real world example of how Larry took somebody from being a brand new connection all the way through driving conversation throughout one day to convert to a in-person appointment. And that uh, that is now actually a client. Uh, so it resulted in a closed sale. You'll get to see a real world look into how to pull all of that off. So if you want to listen in, we've got the audio here if you're driving or at the gym. If you actually want to watch the webinar, we have all of the slides as well on YouTube, and we'll put that link in the show notes. Without further ado, join us for the webinar, The Art of Grabbing Your Prospect's Attention Online. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where you're calling in from today. Welcome to, the, to today's webinar the Art of Grabbing Your Prospect's Attention Online. My name is Daryl Amy, and I'm proud to uh, be here with my podcast co-host, none other than Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? I almost thought we were podcasting for a second, Daryl, but we're not. Well, it's like a podcast with like actual <laughs> learning going on, so this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad everyone's here today. We've got a, we've got a power-packed uh, half hour to share with you. And uh, if, if you're just dialing in, welcome, get out a notepad, get out a pen, you're going to want to take some notes and uh, write down some action items because the art of grabbing your prospects attention online is something that I think everybody is going to find extremely practical. And by way of housekeeping, just so you know, we'll make these slides and the recording available later on today. Once, once they get processed, we'll put them online. But Larry, this is a fantastic topic, and, and I know our participants can't wait to dive in, so let's do it. Yeah, and, and I can't wait because, I mean, this topic's near and dear to me because it really transformed who I was as a sales professional in the crowded marketplace that I've grown up in, which is Los Angeles, California. But I want to take people through a quick story because I think it'll help bring to life where I'm going with this. And um, this was the same slide deck, you know, condensed version of what um, I shared at Outbound a few weeks ago. Obviously, that's why you, that, why you see the, the slide deck where it's at. But one of the things to, um, that I want people to, to notice is I think we all, we all have those aha moments. And those aha moments can help us and they can also give us a cold dose of reality sometimes. And back in 2007, I started seeing, you know, something happening. I started seeing that people were hiding behind voicemails and emails, you know, just as they are today. But one of the things I did is I made a personal investment in myself and I write about it in Selling from Heart is I invested $10,000 into a business coach. And this was back in 2007. Didn't tell my wife, just went ahead, made the investment and came home and had to deal with it. And she was really supportive of it. But that was the single best investment 
that I ever made. The simple reason is my coach taught me one, taught me many great things, but the biggest thing was, is how to play in the online sandbox. So how do you brand yourself as a sales professional out in the marketplace? So how do you mirror what you do face to face and how do you marry that online? And what I want people to understand is this is 12 years ago. I had no idea what social meant or anything like that. He just said, Hey, if you want to, if you want to get ahead of the curve, start learning how to brand yourself. And I just soaked it in and I just learned. And from there, I was able to catapult my career because I knew that if I can learn how to play in this sandbox, it was going to elevate my career so that when I met people face to face out of my community, I can drive them other places to learn something about me. So I want people to start, you know, taking into consideration, how can I plan the online sandbox? We're going to talk a lot about it during this webinar. Another aha moments, 2013, I left a, a sales job that I was at for 20 years. I decided, you know what, it's time to take on a new chapter in my life. And I walked into a net new zero based territory in downtown Los Angeles. I was on a corporate major account team for Japanese OEM. I was number 18 on an 18 person major account team. They gave me no, no current accounts, no nothing zero current accounts. And I was able to take my branding and how I married what I do socially and how I deliver that face to face. And in the span of a little bit over a year, I catapulted myself to number two. It's just being real, being genuine, being authentic, taking the foundations of what is now selling from the heart and integrating that into my sales journey, which allowed me to build well, well past 1.3 million in net new business. And I share this with you, not to pat myself on the back, but this was my secret sauce. And, and I'm a big Frank's red hot guy. <laughs> yes, and and I just, you know, what I did socially is I just put that, you know what, on everything. I splashed Frank's red hot throughout my sales journey, throughout how I handled my clients or how I prospected. And I married and I smashed together online and offline. And in 2018 is when really the whole selling from the heart brand. So those of you guys who listen to the podcast know that Daryl and I unlocked the selling from the heart podcast in, in 2017, but it really wasn't until the book was launched in 2018 that selling from the heart came to life. And it's just taking the core principles of, of what I really believe in is that we can all be sincere. We all have substance. We all have heart and we can smash this all together and can get valuable and visible and how do we marry this all together? But I think, you know, th this is what I'm concerned with. And, and Daryl, we've talked about this before is there's a massive crisis of trust going on within the sales world right now. And you probably agree. Yeah. I think, you know, if you look at, at the things on the screen with low trust and the BS meters are obviously fine tuned, um, very, very sensitive BS meters out there with our buyers and the skepticism, I think it, it's humorous uh, that 3% uh, of people consider salespeople to be trustworthy. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes, and we actually, uh, we actually slid, and I think politicians were right under salespeople, but there's a problem uh, that we have, there's a challenge that we have to overcome if 97% of the people that we encounter on a daily basis um, are skeptical and, and, and really not trustworthy. So this really brings us to where we are today. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't. And 
for the for the for the listeners out there, I, I want us to key in on a couple of things because you're going to hear these words and you hear them a lot out on social. And, and I'm not here to disrespect anybody when it comes to this, but you're going to hear words like valuable. You're going to hear words like visible and so forth. Hey, we got to get seen. We got to get seen. Well, I took a step back and I said, you know, I, I was real strategic with this and I always share with people. I kind of did it my way. I stayed true to who I was is I want everyone to understand that it's okay to get seen. We're all fighting to be seen. But if you have nothing to say, if you bring no value to the marketplace and all you're doing is fighting to be seen, then if you look in the lower right-hand corner, you're going to see an empty suit. And that's my favorite expression of all time. Daryl knows it. It's the whole 10th chapter of selling from the heart is we can all do better. But if all you're doing is driving visibility and you have no value, you're going to be seen as an empty suit. Mm -hmm. But on the same token, is if you bring very little value and you try to get seen, another thing that's going to happen is, you know, leaky bucket syndrome, right? Yep. Well, and that's the thing. It, it's got to be both. And I think that what we've learned and, and what you've, you've shown is you have to get valuable before you get visible um, or you will get vetted. And we've seen stories of this happening. I and mean, we've heard this back from the field about sales reps that, um, you know, I, I remember one rep I talked to in Houston, Texas, tried to get an account for years and years and years, finally got the appointment. Uh, the night before the appointment gets an email from the C-level person that he was going to meet with and said, hey, I've been, you know, just in anticipation of our appointment, looking you up and you're an empty, it basically said in the email, you're an empty suit. If you want to sum it up, you know, there's no value there. And uh, so, it's really important if we're going to, to get noticed online, we've got to get noticed with some value. And that's what we want to talk about today in terms of the three steps of how do you grab your prospect's attention. So Larry, you're going to talk about how to get valuable first. Um, we'll talk about passing the online smell test, then how to get visible. And what I'm most excited about, and you'll want to stick around all the way through to the, uh, to the end of our half hour together, is Larry, you're going to show us real world how this is playing out in a, in a conversation. We've blacked out the names uh, to protect the innocent. It's going to be great for people to be able to see how you take something from starting, getting attention online, starting that conversation and flipping it into the face-to-face, -face, which is, is going to be fantastic. So by the way, if you've just joined us, welcome to the webinar today. Um, we'll make sure there's a recording available at the end. So Larry, let's dive in. Let's talk about getting valuable. Yeah. And, and, and really what I want to do is before we start this, before I get to the importance of value, I want to let everyone know that, you know, I practice what I preach and this just comes from years of just getting beat up, right? Just getting bloody noses and all that leveraging social. And I just kind of tweaked it along the way. And I go, you know, what? I, I think I finally found something that worked and that was just being my real genuine self online. But the, the issue is, is a lot of people struggle with this is we need to understand our value. We need to understand how to add value. We need to understand the value that we bring to the marketplace. And we need to be able to clearly articulate that value in a way that resonates with people. And, and, and this is why I always go back, Daryl, to say we have to get valuable before we get visible. Because if we don't understand any of this, how are we going to align to the issues and challenges that people have out there in the marketplace? It becomes difficult. And if we can't do that face to face, then we're going to really struggle doing with it 
doing this online. And here's where I'm going with this because we've all, you know, here's a visual for everybody. And, I, and, and because we can relate to this is we always check the expiration date on milk, right? <laughs> especially when it, especially when it gets down to like the last quarter and I can think of, you know, it, and I'm a big cereal freak. So I can remember when I had cereal last night and I went to the refrigerator, that's my, that's my guilty pleasure snack just so everybody knows is, you know, the milks at the quarter bottom of the milk container. And before I even open it, I look at the date and I take this and I screw the cap off and I smell it. Okay, it smells fine. Now I'll pour the milk. Here you go. Well, had the opposite happen, right? Well, then, you know, and then if it doesn't smell bad, guess what? The cereal goes back in the box and I say, oh, well, and I, you know, I know it's on the grocery list. But where I'm, go- <laughs> where I'm going with this is I want everyone to understand, can you pass the online smell test? If you get to that hard to reach executive who goes, Hey, let me check out what Bob's all about. And they go to land on your profile. Can you pass the test of, is this person worth my time? And is this person trustworthy? In other words, since we all feel comfortable going to father Google and furthermore, in a business setting, we all go to LinkedIn. Are you a digital friend? Are you a digital foe? This is so important. And if, you know, if you think about, you know, you, if you're kind of questioning this um, and, and there's data to back all of this up in terms of the reality that buyers are vetting uh, sellers online, if, if you want to validate that assumption, I mean, just think about yourself and think about, um, you know, just how you live your life. I mean, if I was traveling this week, I was in Virginia, I want to go out to, to dinner, you know, what's the first thing we do? We go online and we look to see is this, you know, is this restaurant good or is it going to be, uh, is it worth my time or is it going to be bad? And, and we're doing this, I mean, we're doing this in the dating scene now and, uh, in business, it's the same thing. People are vetting out salespeople to, to see if they're a digital friend or a digital foe. And we've got to be able to pass that online smell test. And it's more than just looking good in the profile picture, but it's actually bringing some substance to the table in terms of, of what we share online before we get face to face. And and I think, you know, this was, this was my first part of my secret sauce, Daryl was, I knew that, you know, if I dressed the part going to work, I had to dress the part online Mm. because it's happened to everybody. It's happened to the people that are, you know, watching the webinar right now, we feel comfortable going online to learn something about somebody. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I always, and I love salespeople because I am one, right? I'm a sales nerd is people are going to go find out something about you. That's just face it. It's going to happen. But many salespeople just go, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Right. And they're, and they're somewhat semi dressed online. Yeah. We, we got to really make the commitment to ourselves. If you're true sales professionals and you got to walk it, talk it, act it online. Yeah, I'll just add one more thing to punctuate that too, is if, if you're a sales professional or you lead a team of sales professionals and your LinkedIn profile, for example, was written by the marketing department, throw it out because what's going to happen is most likely you've got a bunch of corporate speak and acronyms and adjectives and it, 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 it just doesn't pass the BS meter. So we've got to take a serious look at um, what we're saying online and does it line up with who we are and and does it communicate the value we can add 
once we're able to get value in their cup there, you could probably spend the rest of the time talking about that. But I want to keep moving to the, the next thing, which is, is getting visible and, and getting visible in today's marketplace. The good news is in some ways it's harder than ever. In other ways, it's easier than ever. It depends how you look at it. But I think a lot, if you look at the digital side of this, and we're talking about the art of grabbing your prospect's attention online, um, I think there's a lot of sales reps out there who um, have a digital presence, a LinkedIn profile is the most common, and it's empty. It's like they just built a brand new house or moved into a brand new apartment and you walk in and there's no furniture. Yeah. And it's, and I was like, and I was like using this example and and this will really peel this one back even farther is, you know, cause we've all been there. You're going to have a dinner party or you're going to have guests over for the holidays. And what do you all do before you invite the guests into your house? Right. Every, it's the mad scramble, right? You're doing the yard, you're cleaning the house, you're, you're, you're cleaning the windows. You're making sure that that house looks impeccable before you invite your guests. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going with this is you built the house. Now what guys, you got to build a strong foundational structure. And that is how you position yourself online. That's the single most critical part of this. And then obviously you got to start inviting guests in. In other words, you got to start connecting. And that's where I bring social practicality to this is, you know what, playing social dress up and doing social for social sakes, not going to put any money in anybody's pocket. Because then you're just, in my opinion, you're just a bunch of empty suits. But what I really want you to take a look at is perception in the social world is reality. It's how you walk, talk and act online matters. And where I started to realize this, and this goes back 10 plus years ago, is, um, and for those who know me really well, there's really no difference. In fact, there's zero difference between the way I act online and the way I act offline. And Daryl, you know this, there, there's a couple little things that, you know, I'm not going to do online that I'm probably going to do face to face with buddies and we won't go there, but you get what you get. What I'm driving is I speak and drive and engage conversation no differently online than offline. And that's something that I I want people to really understand is people will really get a, they'll really get in touch with who you are if you're a real deal and they can smell it. They can smell it in two seconds. You know, Larry, we always joke about the, uh, the online dating world and, you know, that person that puts their, uh, you know, that maybe is, is on match.com or, or something like that. and, And they put their, you know, high school or college, photograph and they're 50 years old. Right. So when, when they show up to the date, there's like total misalignment. And, but I think, uh, and obviously if you've put your college, uh, college photograph on a dating site and you show up and you're, you're 50 years old, there's misalignment. There's going to be like low, someone's going to be disappointed. Um, so what, but I think what happens in the business world is most of the people, I mean, the people that are on our sales teams, we've got the people on this call and the people that you work with, and we have, you have experience, you have knowledge, you've been trained, you have a lot to offer face to face. Um, and, but it's, it's, so it's like, you've got the college photograph face to face, but you've got your 50 year old self online. Like the online part doesn't look quite as good as the face to face because we haven't made an investment. Did that translate at all, Larry? I just came. Yeah, up but, but, but you know what? The only thing is, is you're not <laughs> 50 something year old. So that you just really ticked me off. <laughs> Never, but nevertheless, but, but, here, but here's where I want, here's where I want to go. 
<laughs> yeah, that's good. But here's where I want to go with this is you guys got to stop. <laughs> oh boy. You got to stop hiding behind your keyboards. And the first thing that I, and we're going to, I'm going to give you an example here in a second. But when, when I coach sales teams and I coach individual sales reps, I work with them and I encourage them and I help them get out of their comfort zone because I'm a firm believer in this, Daryl, that everybody, every salesperson out there is mm-hmm. capable of writing their own profile. They just need to understand and they need to be coached and they need to be provided the tools to pull it out of them. And that's the mindset change in this is if you have somebody else do this for you and I don't, you know, we won't even whether you get a profile right or somebody in marketing does this, that's fine, but you never own it. You own it once you understand who you are. Yes. And you sit down and put pen to paper or fingers to keyboard. And I encourage it and I'll share these, you know, in, in a couple extra slides as we move forward on this, somebody's profile is just, and here we are. And, and to me, I mean, Carrie McCann is a freaking sales rock star. And when you look, this is what I want people to understand is how do you humanize your network? How do you humanize who you are and bring you to life? So when somebody in 30 seconds or a minute and that quick second goes, you know what, who is Carrie? You can see how she's completely aligned with who she is. And and obviously I know who she is very well, but uh, this is what I do when I work with sales teams and salespeople is, you know, get them to bring that genuine person out. So if you, if you look to the right of this, I want you to just really key in on something right under the word dedicated, where the right triangular arrows pointed to dedicated is inside of her summary. She goes, I want to provide you with an experience. You deserve more than just a vendor, but a committed partner who brings value through dedication and transparency. Wow. And it's all about leading with a servant's heart. This is carry to a T. And this is what I want people to understand and, and really comprehend is you're capable of writing your own profile. You got to bring you to life, which means you got to take a step back and, and really be get in touch with who you are. Yeah, it is touchy feely. But when somebody lands on Carrie's profile, they go, I get it. I get what she's all about. And that's what I want people to look at. This is how you humanize your network. You actually bring you as that living being to life by repositioning yourself online, leveraging your profile to have your story told and clearly articulate your value. And I think this is beautiful because, you know, just uh, many uh, people are listening in online and you're great at what you do. You care about what you do. Um, Just like Carrie. And I love that, um, you know, the way that, that she has taken that um, what she is face to face and, and she's now upgraded her online presence to be able to match that. And now there's alignment and it's, it's awesome, right? Yeah. Because I, I talk, I talk about it all the time and I've talked about it in selling from the heart, the whole chaos and the misalignment. And it's a simple strategy. This is the strategy that I used in the sales world in Los Angeles. And uh, it was around three things. It was how do I educate how do I engage and how do I excite people into conversations? And the whole educate part of this is we have to help. I mean, obviously we got to help, but in order to help, we got to learn. And then we got to, we got to take that knowledge and we got to start educating people on how they can possibly do their jobs better. And we have to do that face to face and we have to do that online. And that doesn't mean, and no disrespect to corporate, you know, 
fodder and, and brochures and things like that. There's a time and a place for that. But if you really want to engage with somebody online, start sharing information that's meaningful to them. That's going to help them do their job better. That's right. And then, the, and then the last part of this is how can you excite? How can, you know, through this, and I'll give you an example, you know, here in a little bit, as far as this is real world, because I, I lived through this and, it, and it's really only a couple months ago. So after you educate, after you start engaging, then you got to excite somebody. You got to give somebody a reason why they should have a conversation with you. And I'm a firm believer there's a difference between a regular human conversation and a sales conversation. And this is my challenge to the sales world out there is some of your initial conversations may not be sales related. Let's just get, let's just get that out onto the table. And I know it's difficult because most salespeople only talk to somebody when they're getting ready to buy something. But in order to, in, in order to really integrate social into this, you got to understand the art of a normal human conversation first. Well, and, and that's what I love here is, is as we round this out, I, we're going to take a, a look into um, all of this happening um, live in action with a real conversation and Larry, how you're driving uh, education, engagement and excitement to take someone from, uh, you know, someone that you've connected with online to a face-to-face meeting. So yeah. So uh, walk us through this. Larry. Yeah. So we're, so we're, we're going to, I'm going to walk you through this slide by slide. So I, I want everyone who's watching to really pay attention to this. Obviously you can look at it when we send you the recording again, but I scraped this right out of my LinkedIn message center. And what I want people to start paying attention to is the times that these things occurred. Now I'm a firm believer. Social doesn't sleep. Prospecting doesn't sleep and conversations socially don't sleep because it's 24, seven, 365 days a year, seven days a week. And what I always share with people, the best time, if you really want to get engaged with a C-level executive, learn how to start prospecting on a Saturday and a Sunday. And, you know, I'm not saying take away from your family time and all that, but I'm saying early in the morning, just set aside that time. So you can see here, um, this went out to Jorge, right? It said, thank you for your comment on my blog. So initially, this person had commented on one of my blogs. And so I went to their profile. I go, this would be somebody that A, I'd like to get to know, might be in my wheelhouse, right? And let's see where this thing goes. So I said, would you mind connecting with me on LinkedIn? I look forward to getting acquainted with you. Well, it's 7.07 in the morning. Jorge gets back to me and he goes, thank you, Larry. He goes, I really get a lot of value out of your posts. It's a pleasure to connect. Now, let's just stop and think about that one for a second. He commented on my blog. I asked him, would he mind connecting? So I'm I'm just keeping this real and I'm keeping it conversational. And he said, yeah, hey, thanks, Larry. I get a lot of value out of my posts. It's a pleasure to connect. So if we we move on, you're going to see. Before we move on, though, I just have to key in on this because I it just is jumping off the, the screen to me is here's a prospect that you've never met before. You weren't connected to, um, but he's getting value out of what you're putting online. And, and this is so powerful because I know you're valuable face to face because I've known you for 15 years now, but, but you, you never have met uh, this person. And yet because of educating and now engaging and exciting, you've, 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 this person's seeing value in Larry, which is really, really powerful. Yeah. And it's the consistency behind all of this. 
And we, and we, I mean, I, I love this stuff. So, I mean, to me, it's second nature, but you can see what I've done. And so I had actually cut the time off because it was a little bit after when he sent me, I said, Hey, you know what? I said, Jorge, it's great to connect with you on LinkedIn. And I appreciate you accepting my invite. So I acknowledged it. And then I went on to say, Hey, I'm here to be a resource to you and your team if you need. So then I left it with, Hey, I just have a question, right? Mm. How is your sales team integrating the use of social? Because I want to continue that conversation, right? Is this going to happen all the time? Is somebody going to take the time to respond? You know, maybe, maybe not. But you know what? It takes one time for this to work. So right. you can see what I've done here. So this is 723. So I want you to, I, I want everyone to think about this. This base conversation basically started at 707. I responded back and 16 minutes later, right. he's getting back to me with this. Hey, we're trying to figure that out. Our sales trainer and our marketing folks have put together social media sales training, but nothing has been widely accepted. Funny thing is these folks, they're good people, don't really have a presence themselves on social. They're not practitioners of what they teach. Mm. And you can say, hey, I have a few reps who dabble in it and are seeing some traffic, but no business opportunities. We'll get there. So isn't this great information to have that obviously you could keep put that in your CRM, but when we continue the conversation on the next slide... You're going to really see this thing unfold. Okay. I got to add one more thing. Sure. It's Larry. I mean, 7.23 AM, most salespeople haven't even, they're just getting in the car to drive to work. You know, they haven't even gotten the first cup of coffee at their desk. And here you are at seven in the morning, engaging with a prospect and flipping it into a conversation. Yeah. So, so what, it, the office. It's so cool. Yeah. And this is what I want to share with people is Engaging with executives, this is this these this person's actually a high level executive, and I and so then all, all day long, yeah. So then I said, hey, this is total right. I go, <clears throat> excuse me. I go then further on. Sorry guys, I get excited about this stuff. I love this <laughs> stuff. But I go, hey, this is totally up to you. But maybe one of these days we can hop on a call. And that was it. I left it at that. And I said, hey, I have a ton of resources, blogs, and my podcast at sellingfromtheheart.net. In addition, you can download the first three chapters of Selling from the Heart. Boom, done. This is 737. Guys, this is 10 minutes later. He gets back to me and he goes, hey, thanks, Larry. We'll do. We may get to that point that we need to seek help of an expert. And then obviously you can see what this person put you in got an parentheses. On, Larry. Say what? You got a wink. You got an emoticon. I got, I got an emoji, right? <laughs> so, because I'm old, right? I had to figure out what that emoji was. But, but never, nevertheless, right? But then I go, hey, Jorge, would you mind hopping on a call next week? Right. right? And then it took him a little bit of time, right? Because now he's into work. So yeah. he got back to me later that afternoon and he said, sure thing. Thursday or Friday are pretty open. Shoot me an email at my work. And now I got his email address. I took all of this, folks. I put it into my CRM. And I'm going to tell you, this is a, and I don't mind sharing this with you. This is a Fortune 500 global company. And this happened in the span of less than a working day conversation from start to finish. So this is kind of gives you, I mean, a, you know, I practice what I preach, but this is practicality because, you know, I think everybody on this call would agree. This is real world conversation. And, and I hope that you all will agree. This isn't sales BS. 
Right. This is actually normal human conversation, just as I would be having conversation with somebody face to face. And that's why I urge people, let's not hide behind our keyboards. But let's just get real because people, if you drive engaging conversation, people will respond. It's human nature. Well, Larry, I know we're getting ready to land the plane on this today, and I know you don't want to toot your own horn, but this, you know, this, this is one of many examples And this particular one. Um, you know, it flipped into a live conversation and a closed deal within, you know, not much time from someone you didn't even know. And all because you took the time to educate, engage and excite. And I think it's, it's incredibly powerful. And, you know, as we come to the bottom of the hour here on, on this podcast, and I, I know everybody is, uh, is now engaged uh, I really appreciate you, Larry, showing that live example. I think that is so helpful um, for for all of us. You know, just this last thing is, okay, well, I'm sitting here going, what do I do now? How do I get started? And I think there's some simple steps, Larry, that you can give yeah. for, for folks to to take this and begin to put it into action. Yeah, and, and, and here's what I want, you know, everyone to think about, right? And maybe right after this, you know, our time together, while it's fresh in your head, I, I want you to answer these questions. And then I encourage if you answer the questions, share them with me, right? Let me know, and, I, and, I, and I'm here to help. But the first part of this is I, and I want you to take a step back on this. And, and you know, I'm old school. Daryl's going to laugh. I still love pen to paper. Daryl likes, you know, fingers on an iPad and, and all that. Cause he's such a, he's such an, you know, I could just say a nerd. Thank you. He's a Mac geek and a nerd. <laughs> I love him. But nevertheless is I want you to ask yourself, how can I improve my online presence? And I'm a firm believer. I don't care who you are out there. We can all improve. And I think we can agree on that. So how can I improve my online presence? And then what can I do to enhance my perceived value? And those might be some gut check questions and it may take a little bit of time to answer them, but that's, we really got to understand our value to get and how we can translate this into being valuable online. And then what I want you guys to think about is the visible part of this. What will I commit to do every single day? to educate, engage, and excite my prospects. And I'm going to throw in my clients to this as well. Yeah. I mean, what three things can you do? And, and, and I'm telling you, if you want to see success with this, you have to do this every single day and you have to be consistent with it. And, you know, I, and again, you know, I hate tooting my own horn, but I want to share something with everyone who's listening to this is, and Daryl knows this, is three and a half years ago, that was my aha moment where Daryl actually kicked me in the butt to start doing this, is three and a half years ago, I had not a single client. I was all net new, it takes me back to 2013. But I understood my story. I understood how to articulate it. I understood what it meant to get valuable. And I understood what it meant to get visible. And I made a commitment to myself to do this every single day in the span of three and a half years. We got a podcast. I wrote a great best-selling book. And I have clients all over the world. And, and I share this, again, not to pat myself on the back. But if you can do this in your own marketplace, think about the dominance you could have in your own marketplace. Yeah, it's, it's incredibly powerful. Larry, you're an inspiration to all of us. And I know we've learned 
a ton of, of practical things today. And, and I just want to encourage everybody to, to take this to heart. I mean, to, to really sit down and do something. What's beautiful about all of this, if you look at educating and engaging and exciting as a, as a daily habit, it's high leverage time. It doesn't take a massive amount of time. Um, it's high leverage time and it's what leads to um, exciting new relationships. And as you always say, Larry, if you fill the relationship funnel, the sales funnel will never be empty. So, hey, thank you everybody for joining us today. Uh, we'd love for you to uh, get involved, uh, definitely connect with Larry, but we also want you to check out the Selling from the Heart podcast. If you're a, not a listener, I think you're absolutely going to love this weekly drive time podcast. Uh, we were told by the four horsemen that, uh, that it sounds like what sports talk radio for sales, Larry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> lots of banter, lots of great guests, lots of ideas. Check that out. If you're already a listener, we'd love it if you shared it with your friends and gave us a great review. Otherwise, thanks for joining us today. Um, we want to encourage you to take what you've learned today, put it into action. And uh, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you for being champions for authenticity, for value and doing it the right way. Keep selling from the heart.